0: what I will do, it shall be a blessing springing forth in bay lighten you, shall you not know it, shall you not see, all that you've been looking for, Have, if only you'd believe, only just believe. Oh,
1: What about you, Katrina?
2: Yes, don't definitely don't ask <laughs> about um, how they died. And then just the, the way you treat people, if, if it does seem like it's a little bit longer, when you um, act like you, like, what's wrong with you? It was, um, this amount of time has passed. You should be over it, similar to what Ivy was saying to you. Um, Cause we, we don't just snap out of it or just get over it or why haven't you cried yet? You know, maybe it people mm-hmm. don't express mm-hmm. their grief that mm-hmm. way. Um, mm-hmm. So just like really making the person feel bad um, about how they feel.
1: right isn't That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't even think of one because I'm like thinking on those. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, because people can say some really harsh things in the moment of grief and, and because they're nervous, you know. I I just attribute it to that. I think they're so nervous they don't know what to say. They want to say the right thing, but they just don't know what to say. And then sometimes it's good not to say anything. And like mm-hmm. I said um before, you know, uh my friend from Detroit, she came when my brother passed away and she says Sandra I'm just gonna walk with you I'm just gonna be here with you I'm not gonna say anything and that made me feel so good because what do you say when someone is grieving? There's really no word words can't words can't do anything. Um prayer I would say pray for uh pray for them as, as often and 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 as um frequently as you can what are some things you can do? Um, I would like to discuss that. I think um, cash apping, Venmo, um, sending a love token when someone loses their loved ones is a good way to show your love and compassion. Um, many people say, well, I didn't know what to do. You know, I, um, you know, they didn't reach out to me. Some people expect you to reach out to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you're grieving, you know that, right? Wow. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, But there are things that you can do when you don't know what to do, and that is um, ring a doorbell and put a card, um, cook a meal, uh, show up to the hospital, uh, be present, let them know, send an email, send a a GIF, uh, what do you call those? You can do so many things today. You can send flowers. Um, What are some things that you all can think about that you can do?
0: I would say you can um, go in and wash the dishes. Oh God, Do some chores for them, I mean. That's back in the day, Ivy, yeah. Yeah. That's
1: what my mom, (laughs) I can see my mom right now when people had babies or if they lost a loved one, she would send a group of people to their homes to clean up and everything. I don't know if they do that today, I don't know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just wanted to piggyback off of Ivy Absolutely. Um, I'm old school like that too. And I remember uh a few years ago, my uh, good friend of mine, her father uh passed away suddenly. And I got the news, I went right over there, um, and they're in the next um city over in Syracuse mm. and went there, just started cleaning up. I gave her a hug. <laughs> I just started cleaning up, um, organizing the food. People were already starting to bring dishes and meals over and tried to help with the the crowd control Mm. um, just to to be helpful and supportive, um,
1: but not intrusive. Very good. Not intrusive. So did any of your family members prepare you before their passing? That's a good question.
0: Absolutely not. Uh, My (laughs) mom knew she was sick. She had a terminal cancer. She did not tell anyone.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm like, in 32 days, she was gone. Wow. It happened so suddenly. Wow. And so what do you say to people that lost their loved ones suddenly? In my mom's case, she left on her terms. Mm-hmm. She knew. Uh, maybe she didn't want us to worry about her. And maybe that could be your uh, your loved one's Same wishes, you know, don't want to be a burden to you, you know, but I wish we had known, Mm -hmm. you know, your family members should know if you're dying of a sickness because it's a possibility that it's in the bloodline and you should share, you know, that information. But those were her, uh, her wishes. Um, We were born to die, right? As you stated earlier. We mm-hmm. have an entry date and an exit date. We just don't know the day nor the hour. That's why it's so important to have our hearts right with our Heavenly Father.
1: Exactly. And it's funny that you um, asked that question because I didn't get to the back of the book, but it said when I just picked it up, it said do's and don'ts. So <laughs> if you purchase the book, you'll know the do's and don'ts because she put it in here Um and you did say prepare a meal, send a card, ask if you can assist in any way, send thank you cards um, afterwards, return phone calls, be supportive. Do not ask how someone died. That's in there. Mm-hmm. Ask if you're um, if you were. Ask if you were left anything. That's a don't. Don't ask. Did they leave me? Something in the wheel. Oh, my God, I never thought about that.
0: (laughs) Yes, I experienced that. Yeah.
1: Oh, Jesus, help us. (laughs) But listen, she has um, obituary in the back, and she tells you how to uh, align the obituary, what goes first. There's a template for the type of service you want. Everything is really compact in this little book. And we want you to go and purchase it now. You can purchase mine on my website and mine is Sandra That's S-A-N-D-R-A-R-U-M-P-H. She talks about anger, bargaining, depression. Uh, you go through all of these things. Denial. Uh, there's five stages of grief in this book. Mm-hmm. Um She even has the sinner's prayer in here, right? Mm -hmm. And she has a a prayer of forgiveness, a prayer for strength, a prayer for comfort, a prayer of repentance. Let's talk about that. When we lose our loved ones, we have regrets sometimes. Mm -hmm. What did you do with that feeling of regret, Katrina with the
3: C? So that was one I, I had had to process because um I had I was my mom's caregiver for a while as, as well. And it was when I was freshly married and working a full-time job, all those things that Katrina Kay was talking about and that Ivy went through. I did that for about two months in the summer. I wanted to get my mother um in one of those like housing units, but I just wasn't in a place to be able to do it. And my mother knew that she was she, my mother, suffered from mental illness, so she knew she was starting to come down with a bad episode. So she decided to leave. She left and, and went back to uh, up here in Northern Virginia. When she got sick, and then when she died two months after being sick, I kept telling myself, "Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I? Do? I just had regrets. Why didn't I? Do? Why all all the why's? Why's why whys, why why?" And then um, a, a a sister from my church said, "Yeah, God told me you was thinking that." And God said, it wasn't your responsibility to do all that for your mother. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was true because my plate was heavy. My plate at the time was very heavy, but at the same time, it was like, I wanted her here and I kept, I had regrets that I didn't do more. I thought it was my fault in a sense that I let her leave and then she came and died in, in the hospital. But I that, that was a big regret, but it wasn't until I actually talked to someone and they said that wasn't. That wasn't my place. I was trying to do trying to do more than uh, beyond my means,
1: so that's a very good point because we all I think cross that road where mm-hmm. we have regrets and we blame ourselves for this and that and the other and I have my own set of regrets mm-hmm. um and so definitely totally understand um where you're coming from. What about you, Ivy?
0: Yes. My uh, one regret was not spending enough time for her, Um, you know, busy in ministry, busy working, you know, married with the children, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, busy with the authorship. Uh, She wanted to spend time. We were planning to go to um, South Carolina for Christmas uh, because she has some land down there in the trailer. But we did not make that trip. Mm -hmm. But I said, you know what? She's in a better place. She's in her heavenly home. That was my one regret. So if your loved one is reaching out to you, wanting to spend time with you, make time for them. Very good. Very good. What about you, Katrina?
1: With a C.
3: Um, With a K, right?
1: I'm sorry. With a K. K.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, There were a couple of things that I regretted and the one, uh, a trip she wanted to make. And my husband and one of her close friends, they were able to make that trip down to South Carolina before she passed. But I regretted that I wasn't able to because of my my work obligations. And I didn't see my way out of um, being able to get out of those uh, work responsibilities to be able to take her. So that was um, one thing. And then also the night uh, well, she passed away at 11, um, 31 in the morning that day. And again, because of work obligations, that, uh, evening shift, I had to go, I'm a registered nurse and, um, I was responsible, responsible for the whole building. And I did not have anyone to relieve me or to cover me. So it would have been, um, you know, abandonment if I didn't go into work. So I did regret that, um, but I was able to move past that because there with those circumstances being so tough, uh, my husband and my children did have other family members that were around that evening when when she after she passed. Um, and after I was able to get out of work a little bit early and come home. Um, but just that that initial time was what I, I regretted not being able to be home with the rest of my family.
1: Mm hmm. And that and that's something that you can't get back. So how do you deal with that? How do you how do you find closure with that? Or have you?
2: I think I have because uh I know that I did everything that I could have possibly done um during her, her illness and when she moved up here and just taking care of her and being a help to her and an encouragement to her and, and to my family, I I did everything that I, I could. Um, could have. And even looking back at that night, that was the, the situation. I wish it could have been different, but it wasn't. So um, the memories that my, my husband has during that time, because I did express that to him and he was like, well, what do you mean? You were there, you did everything. So I'm like, oh, okay. <coughs> so
1: <laughs> if he says I did, then I'm good, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
3: So um,
2: <laughs> thankfully that hasn't been um, a nagging feeling mm-hmm. since
1: then. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. What about you? Um, we have a few minutes left um, and then we're going to have to end this show. So if you have a question, now is the time to actually um, put your questions on the screen. We would like for you to share, share, share. We're going to stop right now and let you share. Everybody, please stop what you're doing and share because someone needs to hear these stories about survival you know these women made it through there are a lot of people that's locked up because they couldn't handle the pressure of loss and grief Mm -hmm. and um, they're in the insane asylum right now trying to deal with it but these bold um intelligent women came together as a unit and we have we're missing one uh of the team Mm -hmm. tammy she was not able to make it because she had to work as well she got called into work Uh, But her story is profound Mm -hmm. in this book. And she is the one that lost her son, I believe, to um, a police shooting. Mm -hmm. And so um, we hear this on the news all the time. So we're going to have to do a round two table discussion about this because we want to hear her story, how she's doing, how she's handling it, how her family is doing, what are they doing in his memory, and all of those questions that Uh, people have just sitting watching the news, we have a story in this book about a woman of strength and courage that went through what we see every day on the TV. All right. So Mm -hmm. if you have any questions, please put them in the comment section. We'll put them on the screen because we have about two minutes. All right. There you go. Uh, She said, this is truly hard to go through praying for you all. That's so kind. Thank you. Was it hard to maintain your marriage while grieving? Mm. Well, sometimes your spouse don't understand your pain.
0: Uh, Not at all for me. Uh, I I was one of those individuals that did not cry. And my husband, he would sit by me. He would just keep looking at me like, are you okay, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm okay. So it was not hard uh, for me to maintain my marriage. For me, yes, it was. And
3: um, I'm divorced today. That's all I will say. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all right. I am too. All right. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing. I'm going to ask one question to each of you all. If there was one person on the face of the earth that you could speak to, um, dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you say?
0: I'm going to say my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I still have some questions to ask her. I oh, really wow. do. Can you tell us
1: one question you would like to ask?
0: Well, you know, I was supposed to write a book about her story, and we did not get a chance to finish it.
1: Oh, wow. So you want those details so you can complete that project. That's just like an author. (laughs) (laughs) I need the detail. Well, Ivy, they have a question. Did you ever have anger towards your mom for holding the information back?
0: Uh, No. Nope. Not at all. You're kind
1: so, dear. You're kind (laughs) so. Nope. All right. So next, who's going to be next? Who would you want to speak with, dead or alive? And if you had that opportunity, what would you say to them?
3: You're going to go, Okay. Sure, I'll go.
2: Um, <laughs> I would say my godfather, who um, passed away when I was in my first semester of college. And what I would say to him is, I would just try to catch him up on everything
1: that's been going on <laughs> in my life since that time.
3: <laughs> oh, wow, that's cute. What about you? All right. So this is kind of a cross. I would say my mother, but the but I um, I honestly want to know who my father is. So I don't know if my biological father is alive or not. I did have a conversation with my mother about that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get enough details. And I have to remember my mother had mental illness. So sometimes information wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. And like Ivy, I too was I was writing my mom's story. I a computer I had, but I I lost the story. So I didn't get to finish getting all her information as well. Mm-hmm. So it's between my mother and I, I, I guess my mother would be the connecting piece, but I I want to know who my father is. So that would be the main question. Like who is he? What, who, I need concrete details on who he is. And that would help me with the other part of discovery of just the other side of me.
1: Hallelujah. All right, Um, thank you so much for having this round table discussion. Everybody has enjoyed it. There were some great questions on here. We appreciate the audience, man, for standing in and all of you all that are on, I can see in various destinations and locations. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And they're begging for a part two. They said, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just got a message to pray for my sister. So we're gonna, um, I'm gonna ask Ivy to end this in prayer. Actually, we're gonna ask all of the ladies to say a brief prayer tonight. I want you um, Katrina with the C to pray for those who have lost their mom, mm-hmm. Katrina with the R, okay, uh, K R. I want you to pray for those that are suffering right now, um, in transition with their loved ones, right. And then Ivy, I want you to pray for those that are sick um, right now, and that uh, God can heal them, and bless the family that's that's watching. You know, we're not only um, isolated people. When we get sick, we have um, generations that's looking on and suffering and going through pain and agony. And so I want to start with Ivy, then Katrina with the K-R, and then um, K-R, and then Katrina with the C.
0: Yes, Father, we thank you and we give you glory. For this is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, I lifted those that are sick right now with different ailments in their physical body, knowing that uh, we are healed by Jesus' stripes and that you wish above all things, Father, that we would prosper, be in health even as our souls prospers. We know, Father, that sickness is not of you, O God. We bind the spirit of infirmity right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and we lose the spirit of healing, O God. Father, I pray right now that you would uh, restore their health, Father, restoration. Father, I pray that they heed to uh, their doctor's uh, advice, eat right, get rest, Father, And we thank you, God, for uh, turning their health around, Father, that you would get the glory out of their lives. Give them peace in their hearts, Father, for those that may be grieving, realizing that you make no mistakes, Father. Father, I pray that they cast their cares upon you, Father, because you care for them, Father, that you would strengthen them, comfort them, Father, and give them peace in their hearts and their minds. In Jesus' name we pray, amen yes lord and continuing with this
2: earnest plea to you father we ask you to please look upon those families those individuals who are caring for a loved one who may be in the process of transitioning to be in your presence lord we ask you to please give them the the wherewithal the strength and courage to have those tough conversations lord um find out what they need to find out, ask the questions, say everything that they need to say, Lord, and then be brave. And as they go through the process of if it's a medical condition and you choose not to supernaturally heal them and you do allow them to fall asleep in you, Lord, help them to be brave and be comforted in knowing that that loved one will be uh, in your presence, Lord. And I ask you, Father, to just continue to bless um, and keep uh, each of us that are still um, enduring the the aftermath of someone who has passed away and to allow us to continue to be an encouragement to others lord and everyone who may be hearing this um, broadcast may be encouraged and strengthened by the things that we have seen and endured and these things we pray in your son jesus name amen
3: Dear Lord, we thank you so, so very much for just unifying all of us, God, and to, to to get the gift of womanhood, womanhood that produces life, God, mothers, God. We have mothers that are grandmothers, that are godmothers, that are our birth mothers, God, and many of us are living without them now, God. We are kind of saddened, God, but God, it's the fact that we had our mother that we, that we lived. We want to continue to live for our mothers. Continue to cherish the hearts, cherish their memories, God. God, pour down just your gentle kindness to remind individuals of their mothers, to so think of the goodness of a mother to incorporate that goodness of being a mother into their lives and to give that goodness out into the world, whether it be being someone's friend, whether it being a mentor, whether it's starting a business or organization, or just speaking well about mothers. God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just want a gift of motherhood to just be expressed, even if the mother is not here console these individuals, God, that do not have their mothers. And may they find a the gift of just joy of being connected and knowing that their mother was alive. We thank you, God, for this time. And we seal this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. We want everyone to heal from your grief. And we don't want anyone to hold on to the pain of loss. And so that's why we wrote this book, we shared our stories in here, and there's a plethora of knowledge in here. Um, Even she talks about designated a family member who will be in charge. All right, and so we're getting ready to go, but guess what? We made number one bestseller. We made number one bestseller. (laughs) We made Amazon number one bestseller with your help, and we just want to tell you thank you tonight for trusting us. Thank you for spending your money. And if you want the paperback, you have four links in the chat. You can click on either one and make that purchase and we'll give you a signed copy. We made it. We made it. Oh my God. We didn't even anticipate on being number one. We didn't start out thinking that we were going to be number one, but God said this one is number one. Mm. Ivy, how do you feel?
0: I feel great. I'm just excited for you all that you know, yeah for um for especially for Tammy, it's her first go-round as being an author and she came out of the gate as Amazon number one bestseller. That's
1: huge. That is huge. You know, um how do you feel, Katrina with the K?
2: I'm super excited. Um, that's it's just been such a great honor and a privilege to be able to share our story and then to be number one is just awesome.
3: What about you, precious? <laughs> it was a good present for our mothers, all mothers that were alive and mothers that were written in the story. I had posted it. I didn't know there was another way I could honor my mom, but writing her story and then Mother's Day, we get number one. I was yes. so ecstatic.
1: <laughs> I said that was a great Mother's Day gift. Yes, yes. for sure. <laughs> um, I had never met any of the ones except for Ivy. And so I was honored to um, be connected with you all. And mm-hmm. so we will not be strangers because now we're, um, we, we have camaraderie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Congrats to Tammy. Yes. That is amazing. Uh, Katrina, Katrina with the K is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats on making the number one bestseller. That's right. Um, we appreciate your time. We have to go. I have to uh, speak in engagement. I would like for you to follow me over. Check the link on my Facebook page. We're speaking about Goshen. Do you know that Goshen is the perfect place? Wouldn't you like to be Mm -hmm. in the perfect place and in the perfect will of God? Come on over and uh, share with me as we go um, to another part of ministry, And guess what they said? Katrina, with the C, your smile is beautiful. (laughs) Well, good night, everybody. Till we meet again, may God be with you. I wanted to say, um, if you do not know Christ, now is the time to accept him in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, When I think about grief, I think about what in the world do you do if you don't have God at such a pivotal time where like your mind is telling you various things. Your heart is beating. You don't know what to do. You can't sleep at night. I recommend Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because he is the greatest comforter that you will ever have. It's not in a bottle. It's not in smoking weed. It's not in cursing. It's not in fighting. It's in God. And God says, he said, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy heavy laden, and I will give you rest." And that rest that he is able to give, believe me, it's like a big bear hug. He comes and comforts you like no other. We're talking about being comforted. Sometimes when you lose your loved one, it's difficult for anybody on earth to comfort you. But what I found out is God has been my comfort morning, noon, and night. And I think everybody on the panel seconds that motion, right? Mm -hmm. She said, Miss Ivy, I love your calm, wise, and beautiful. uh, You are as well. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. And you all have a fantastic night. God bless you. Mm -hmm. I love you. Mm -hmm. Good Good night. Good night.
0: shall be a blessing spring forth in bay light you shall you not know it shall you not see all that you've been looking for have if only you'd believe only you just bleed. a brand new season a brand new